Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Prog Watch. Music that tells a story with your friend and host, Big Tony Rousick, a.k.a. Prog Squatch. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Prog Watch, my friends. Big Tony here, acting as your host for the next 90 minutes of prog rock goodness. This week, my focus is Mark Truey Truak, an Australian singer and composer who worked as a record company executive before founding the band Unitopia with Sean Timms. Unitopia were, in my opinion, one of the best things to come from down under in the present century and I was sad when they called it a day after only seven years as a recording band and only four studio albums. Following the dissolution of the band, Mark Truak began making music as the United Progressive Fraternity, and Sean set out with a new venture called Southern Empire, both of which I have featured previously on this show. But as I said at the outset of the program, this week I will be focusing on Mark Truak as I was lucky enough to speak with him a few weeks ago. As usual, I will share some of our conversation with you guys out there in Prague land, and I'll intersperse lots of great music from both Unitopia and the United Progressive Fraternity. Let's start things off with a couple of songs that originally appeared on Unitopia's debut album, More Than a Dream, which was released in 2005. For fun, I'm not playing the original versions, however. Instead, I will play two versions which were released as part of a three-disc set called More Than a Dream, The Dream Complete, which came out in 2017. This set featured reworkings of some of the original More Than a Dream tracks, and today I'm playing Ride and the title track More Than a Dream, both of which were reworked by Sean Timms. Thank you. 
our lives A race never lost, never won More than a dream Less than a vision Adventure again just Adventure again just begun. 
Again, that was Ride and More Than a Dream, both reworkings of tunes that originally appeared on the first Unitopia album, More Than a Dream. These versions come from the 2017 three-disc compilation More Than a Dream, The Complete Dream. Now let's check out a little of my interview with Mark Truak, composer and vocalist for both Unitopia and the United Progressive Fraternity. So can you tell us a little bit about your early history? How did you get into music, and uh, did you have a musical family? Uh, no. The, the first, first thing is that I had a love of music um, when I was very, very young. Um, I didn't take up an instrument. Um, my parents didn't guide me towards that way at any time. Um, it wasn't until I left home after finishing my apprenticeship which is a bricklaying apprenticeship, um, that I started travelling around Australia. And um, in that time, uh, I, I was staying in this beautiful, I would call it a surfing village, because I was very much into surfing in my early days, well, right the way through until I was late 50s. Um, and um, I was involved with the club, which is the surf riding club down at Point Lonsdale in Victoria, which is a long way from where I live. And um, they were looking for a singer just for fun. And the band that they had was the Flying Saucers, and what they did were covers of Peter Tosh, Bob Marley, and Pink Floyd. So <laughs> much variation. Yeah. Um, uh, and so the first... I suppose, introduction to me um, in, in actually getting involved in a group was then, and that was way back in 1977. Um, as time rolled on, I, I mean, I was listening to Yes when they first came out. I was listening to Genesis very early. So, I, I mean, I remember buying on vinyl um, trespass and, and wondering what the hell I was listening to at the first at the first listen and realized that that the music was different um, it was very arty and I, I really enjoyed it so um, as time moved on uh, would say going in into the 80s um, I met my wife while traveling around and by the way all the different types of jobs even though I'm a bricklayer um, I did a lot of fishing as well. It's a place called Port Lincoln. It is very famous for the weightlifter Dean Lucan, who was an Olympic weightlifter, um, very famous here in Australia. And um, and I used to travel up and down from Port Lincoln to see my now wife, who I've been with for 38 years. Um, um, to uh, see her and then being a teacher she was based in Wyala I was based in Lincoln I eventually moved ahead into Adelaide uh, or back to Adelaide and got a job in a record store and within six months a job came up with EMI Records and that started my journey of being a record executive which I was for some 13 years, um, which was fabulous because it taught me all the ins and outs of how a record label works, both in A&R mm -hmm. and also 
in selling the product. Um, and from there, in that time, I met a few guys along the way and we formed a band. I, I formed a band called the Genesis Touch, which basically took the name Invisible Touch because at the time, EMI Virgin had Genesis and Peter Gabriel on their label. And of course, Peter Gabriel reinvented himself with So, mm -hmm. and so did uh, Genesis uh, reinvented themselves as a more popular type product, and uh, which was disappointing to me as, as much as I love what they did. It was just that uh, it wasn't my type of, uh, I suppose, style of, of music, you know, um, although I listened and I actually, we took some of the songs and took them out live. In fact, we took the songs from both the We Can't Dance album and Invisible Touch, we took them out on the road before Genesis did. Mm -hmm. And we actually played some pretty serious shows. And then I got a, a call from um, the executives up in um, Sydney to say that they would like me to move to, to Sydney as a uh, high-end executive. Um, so, and I just only just had my first daughter, Holly, and so I moved to um, I moved to Sydney and um, started the journey there. And I was there for six years, and then I got scouted. I'm giving you the rough version of me. There's a lot more uh -huh. more involved, but I'm just giving you a bit of an overview of my life uh, as going forward as a musician. But coming from staying in Sydney for five to six years, uh, um, I eventually moved back to Adelaide and met Sean, Sean Timms. Mm -hmm. And that became an inseparable relationship in writing music, writing the first um, the first album, which was more than a dream. We were signed to Unicorn Records at that time. And then and Sean and I, with the success of, and when we say success, well, it wasn't like over-the-top success, but it was received very well. Uh, more than a dream. Um, it was more of a pop prog album, more than a real true prog album. Um, you know, like pop prog to me is like Super Tramp, uh, Alan Parsons, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and 10CC, early 10CC when they were experimenting on um, the album. Uh, uh, the How Dare Cream, you. yeah. Yeah, Godling Cream, How Dare You. Huge fan of Godling Cream. I, I followed every step that they went. They Me were too. innovative. Yeah. They were very different, very different. Really enjoyed their, their stuff. So um, I with, with Sean, it was so easy to sit down with him. Um, I, um, I could uh, play, uh, you know, the guitar and play the piano and come up with the ideas and so forth. So it was very easy to um, to show Sean what I wanted to do with certain things and then he would write an arrangement and then I would write lyrical ideas and then you know, it all started there. And, and, of course, that progression went for 21 years until we decided to go our separate ways. I'd already in 2011 came up with a concept idea with UPF, which it was called UPF. In fact, I remember sending 
then emailed to Ed to say, come up with a new logo for a new project, which was to be UPF. Um, and the Hope Project was the, the name of the, the, this album that was going to be called. And, um, and then when we finished uh, Covered Mirror, uh, we went our own separate ways and uh, I started working on the idea of, well, we've got all of this material for a Unitopia album. So Sean took half and I took half. And really, the first UPF album, apart from the water, uh, religion of war, and the opening anthem was a Unitopia album, and the same with the first Southern Empire album. We both agree right now that that's really what the case was. It, so when time passed in 2015, I spent some time in America catching up and meeting Steve Unruh for the first time. And, and Steve and I, like Sean, we just we were a team made in heaven. In fact, a different type of relationship with Steve. Um, Steve actually reads in between the, my mind a, a lot deeper than perhaps what Sean was, which is it's no different in in, in some ways. But we both um, have this great synergy for you know, concepts and ideas, and we melt them together very quickly. Uh, um, uh, so I always had this vision way back in 2011, as I mentioned, to write something that is truly focused on in environmental issues and um, uh, war-torn issues that we confront. Before we break, let's fit in another Unitopia song. This one comes from their second album, The Garden which was released in 2008, and it is called Here I Am. Precious gift will carry me 
behind Here I am Questions All made to ask Here I am Hoping This precious gift will Here I Am by Unitopia, from their 2008 album, The Garden. After the break, more great Unitopia music, music from the United Progressive Fraternity, and more of my chat with Mark Truak of both bands. Stay tuned. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's check out one more from Unitopia's 2008 album, The Garden. This is an epic track called Journey's Friend. I don't know, does that mean they're like friends with Steve Perry or something? We'll 
want to trust you But why is it so damn hard? I want to embrace you Turn around and face you But I can't seem to let down my guard I want to be free I want to be free Instead of the taking No point forsaking All of the providence
reject me and treat me like bad wine ahead in the distance I see the ringmaster's smile arms outstretched toward me he sees me coming for miles Tells me I'm the main attraction People come to see They've been waiting for years and years Just for me to
Journey's friend from the 2008 Unitopia release, The Garden. Now let's hear a little more of my chat with Mark Truak. You've just released the second uh, EPF album, and uh, the list of contributors is very impressive. Um, so what is the writing process like in UPF, and uh, has it changed as different members have kind of... I mean, th there was obviously a different list on the first album versus the second album. The first album list was impressive but this one is very extensive for the second album so uh are, are you the main uh driving force as far as the writing or you know how you know what's what's the process but see I, I i think the best way to describe this is that in any organization whether it be in film or any business you need a director and you need a producer so my role is that I'm a lyricist and um, I write melody ideas, but I have a direction. So I direct and I, I co-produce. Steve is co-producer, engineer, mixer. And um, because he has that skill level, originally we were going to get Matt Williams to do um, produce and engineer this this project but it was going to take a lot much longer because matt's day job is actually he's a producer in his own right and he produces a lot of bands and he just doesn't have the time and it costs a lot of money if we were to work with him during the day it would cost us a lot of money to produce this album and i steve was a bit reluctant about doing all of this as far as doing the the engineering and the, and the mixing. He, he just thought that it would be a mammoth task. And so in my <laughs> way of doing things, I said, you, you can do anything if you put your mind to it. I really encouraged him. And like we've talked about it right now where we look back and he's so grateful that I pushed him to do it. Um, and now he's more confident than ever because I think and I'm sure you would agree that the production is fantastic. And um, absolutely, it, it uh, and doing it remotely has become the way music is done these days. I mean, if I lived, I've always said to Steve over time, and of course I spent a lot of time with Steve. I speak to him on a daily basis. Uh, we're already plotting what we're doing when I get over there in a few weeks, um, but. You know, uh, we 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 both agreed that by getting everybody involved. So, it, what I mean by that is that we we have a lot of people who have come on board who wanted to put their own stamp on a track, and we've given them the freedom to do that. There are many people that are very protective about that and we're not we, we believe the best music that comes out will be letting the musician do what they do best not say you should do it this way or you do it that way and, and this happens a lot in in bands and, and collaborations where people get too protective we believe that the expression of music is the way to go and allow the musicians to do what they want. It's like with Lisa Wetton. Um, 
she's done a small amount of vocal, but that small amount of vocal counts to me as something quite epic, and it's really, really good. And she'll be doing a lot more on the next part, and um, including playing drums, which is very exciting. So um, there are a lot of people on this album who are known, and then there's also quite a few that are unknown. And that's what makes it so good, is that you're mixing it all up with people who are uh, established in the space, in, in the art rock space, and they are um, expressing themselves the way they like to, and, and that's what we do. We give them a license to do whatever they need to to make it mm-hmm. sound good. So um, it seemed that Guy Manning was a pretty big part in the first album, and he's not present on this second album, is he, there? You know, he wasn't a big part. A lot of people think, sorry, I've got to come in there. He wasn't actually a big part of the album. He okay. contributed. A lot of people thought he did. What the thing was, and this is what I want to emphasize to everybody out there and understand, that Guy and I have known each other for a long, long, long time. As he, well, when I say a long time, we met in 2010 at uh, the summer's end. And Guy and I have always talked about doing a project together. And then when I asked Guy to come on board to do this, it was more from a live perspective. His uh, contribution to the album was very small. Like um, he did, in fact, you know, without taking anything away from the guy. Um, he only contributed to the middle section of um, Choices, uh, which was that very King Crimson type feel. Um, Matt really was the total contribution. He just created the sounds. And what you've got to remember too is that the original arrangements were done by Sean Timms. Uh, guy... Um, Guy came back to me when we started this project and offered me a, a dozen or so songs that really didn't do it for me. And I ended up on the Damanac album. Um, and um, and that's where it, it's been. And, and, of course, since, Guy and I have chatted and he, you know, um, is he going to be a part of part two? I'm not sure. Um the way I look at it is that if Guy and I get together, it'll be something that he and I will do something completely different and separate. Um, he writes incredible, he has incredible writing. He didn't write any of the the last album at all. It was all done by Sean and myself. Hmm. So um, a lot of people don't realise that, but it's just because perhaps um, there's this vision of the album cover and you see, you see all these people on it like Marek and Guy and everybody assumes that he contributed a lot on that album but he didn't it was Sean it was all Sean's arrangements and it was Matt's final production so and as far as lyrically it was shared by Sean and I and originally Sean said that I didn't do any and of course you only have to read on the liner notes of the Southern Empire album that he is uh, retracted all that, and um, which he should have never have said in the first place. But at the time, he was a little bit 
upset about a couple of things, which we won't go into right now because it's not about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I can say, but I can say that Sean and I have never been so close right now. You are now, is what you're saying? You're you're close now. We're very close. I mean, well, I don't know if you were aware of it. Did you know that he and I uh, played Rossfest 2017? No, I did not. We we went over there as Unit DB, and Unit DB was made up of Steve, as in Steve Unruh, mm-hmm. Danny, Danny from Southern Empire, Brody from Southern Empire, and Sean, both Southern Empire and Unitopia and myself and we surprised everybody because we went into America as tourists and when we got to Rosfest there were people who recognized both Sean and I and they just didn't know who we who we were under uh, and we were under the name Unit DB but there were people saying oh Unitopia is playing tonight wow that's a surprise and we went in as a special guest so it was a, it was a very big surprise, and we blew everybody away. We did a two-hour set, and we just blew everybody away. It was great. After the break, I'll spin some United Progressive Fraternity music, including one from the brand-new album Planetary Overload Part 1, Loss. That's right, folks. Don't touch that dog. Attention, all planets of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. Now, as promised, I'll move on to some of Mark's current endeavor, the United Progressive Fraternity. From the first UPF album, Fall in Love with the World, released in 2014, this is Travelin' Man, the story of Issue. To the crossroads, but my eyes begin to fade. 
Traveling Man, the story of issue from the first United Progressive Fraternity album, Fall in Love with the World. Now let's hear one from the new UPF album called Planetary Overload Part 1, Loss. This is Cruel Times. Our world so dry and dense One crack in a series of events The gorge grows wider We try to be clever We've lived like this forever We're rushing to save the things we own We've been here before all seem lost take a deep breath someone cries out these are cruel times nothing can make that untrue these are cruel times but there is so much we can do Shining light Children free These are cruel 
Times by the United Progressive Fraternity from the brand new album, Planetary Overload Part 1, Loss. So I hope you enjoyed the program. I'll be following up with a Part 2 program in a few weeks and playing the rest of my interview with Mark Truak and more Unitopia and more great United Progressive Fraternity music. In the weeks ahead, we'll hear some more great Progressive Discoveries features with our man, the Dr. Rob Fisher. And hopefully I can fit in a family tree special I've been cooking for a while. So yada yada, progwatch.com, yada yada, Facebook, Twitter, and progsquatch at gmail.com. And yada yada, please support the artists making this great music. And maybe consider supporting the show. There's a support the show link at the homepage of my website, progwatch.com, P-R-O-G-W-A-T-C-H.com. So until next time, be well. And prog on, my brothers and sisters. Yeah.